Good day and welcome to our next episode in our MV Switchgear podcast. And uh, today we will be discussing the types of MV Switchgear. So, Eben, tell us. First of all, why insulation in switchgear? Yes, very good topic. So we are on our calendar series. So you can just look at our calendar again. We are on the types of switchgear, explore different types such as air insulated switchgear, gas insulated switchgear. And uh, that is what we are talking about. Why insulation? So voltage has got this uh, innate urge to jump from a high potential to a low potential such as lightning. Lightning strike is, an, is literally the jump of, of electrons um, and, and, and that is what, what causes lightning. So voltage always wants to jump. If it was not for the plastic or the PVC around an electric wire, if you touch it, if you touch any electrical cord, that voltage wants to get through your body into the ground. So uh, insulation is, is very important and the higher the voltage the higher the need for insulation. So you can imagine um, a specific voltage can jump a specific distance in air mm. and if the voltage is higher it can jump further and further and further. So some some voltages are so high it can literally jump meters yeah. um, and therefore it is important to keep it away as far as possible from everyone or to find a way to insulate it uh, in a very compact way mm. so that when you touch it you don't die yeah so that is uh, why insulation and there's quite a lot of different insulations like in cables you get stress management so they don't insulate it fully but they manage the stress down to such a level that it can be easily discharged mm. such as XLP cables um, and so insulation is, is a field of its own it's, it's such an incredible field motors every winding needs to be insulated and they also need to be able to handle that heat and that force and all of that so insulation is incredible in switchgear we have different kind of insulation we have air insulated switchgear that means literally they're just spacing it they're giving it space in between so it cannot jump between phases or phase to to earth and then you have gas insulated switchgear where instead of plastic and all kinds of other insulating materials you're using a gas and that is quite interesting and then you have solidly insulated switchgear so that would be where you use epoxy or other kind of methods and then oil insulated switchgear where you use oil to, to prevent uh, the voltage from jumping through uh, so the first one that we're going to speak about is air insulated switchgear yes, yes. so you just mentioned um, obviously if, if, a, if a cable is open in air you have a big uh, possibility of the voltage jumping between each other. So how does the insulated switchgear work then? Yeah, so air insulated switchgear has, has got a few weaknesses. Number one, it's big in size. Okay, so why is it big in size? Because you need that insulating distances. Mm. The other thing is that moisture plays a big role in air insulated switchgear. Um, and then design. So any sharp points can create that um, corona effect, which will make it easier to jump. Um, so air insulated switchgear is designed incredibly well mm. to be able to, to get to the levels of insulation needed. So in, in, in switchgear insulation we talk about the nominal voltage, the design voltage, um, and then your electrical insulation voltage and then your basic impulse level. So, so for instance you would get an 11 kV switchgear 
with a power frequency insulation of 28 kV and then also you have that um, uh, BIL, the basic impulse level which is then at 95 kV or 125 kV. Uh, so that is what the, the switchgear insulation is, is all about. Then um, on air insulated switchgear they always put something extra, so an extra layer of protection over the bus bars, over everything so that you can improve that basic impulse level. Okay. Uh, so they try and, and mitigate a lot of the issues but um, it's, not, it's not always possible. Okay, then uh, obviously the, the one that we know about the best is gas insulated switchgear, like a SF6 switchgear. Yes. So Easy Switchgear is a specialist in gas insulated switchgear. We uh, are one of South Africa's biggest gas insulated switchgear uh, companies that can um, basically fix any gas insulated switchgear um, in the medium voltage field. That's where we specialize. And so what is gas insulated switchgear? So, now you need a little bit more compact switchgear. In air, you've got those weaknesses of moisture in the air, impurities, all kinds of things that make it do jump. So you have a bigger panel. Now in gas insulated switchgear, you can now create a gas chamber, almost like a tank, almost like a cylinder that you can fill with a very specific gas. Now there is some gases that we use. One which is the most popular um, and, and widely used is SF6, a sulfur hexafluoride which has got six times the insulation um, strength that a normal air has. Okay. So that is, that's quite incredible. So you can now bring it six times closer. You yeah. can literally bring it so close. So a panel that would be 600 millimeters wide, you can now squeeze into 360 millimeters for a 24 kV pipe. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, gas insulator switch cap, that SF6 needs to be a very stable gas that lasts a very long time and that uh, will not break down easily. Yeah. yeah. So SF6 is very, very stable. Okay. Then the next one is the solid insulated switchgear, which we don't see a lot. Yeah, so there is a few brands of solidly insulated switchgear. They work quite well, um, but when you need to repair something, it is quite a mission. Yeah. yeah so because you cannot get in there, um, it's, it's not very common. Mm. So you, you get air insulated switchgear a lot, especially in your primary subs, and you get gas insulated switchgear, especially in dirty environments. Yes. Um, and then you get solidly insulated switchgear, but mostly in secondary applications. There's, there's almost no solidly insulated primary panels. I don't, I don't even know of one. Um, so solidly insulated is not a, a very common thing, um, and, and therefore it's not something that is regularly covered. Okay. And then the dinosaurs of switchgear, the oil insulated. Yes, that is where everything came from. So oil insulated switchgear is almost like a transformer with oil. It's a cooling mechanism, it's an insulating mechanism. But the problem is that every time when you switch, you create small amounts of particles that uh, is conductive, that there's a dissolved gas in your oil. There is all kinds of breakdown effects which causes carcinogens in your oil. Um, the oil needs to be changed every now and then, almost like a vehicle. Um, and if you don't do that, you've got a huge fire risk. Yeah. So in countries like South Africa, where maintenance is not always the highest, mm. it's not always on, on you know, every menu, yeah. um, there, 
oil insulated switch gear is just a hazard, it's a fireball waiting to happen. Mm. So you will find a lot of guys going away from, air, uh, from oil insulated switch gear to gas insulated switch gear or air insulated switch gear so that they can mitigate that, that big risk. But uh, through the years, oil, in, oil switch gear has been the staple of the world. Yes. Um, I think that since the late 90s, uh, the other types of switch gear really became super prominent and oil, oil switch gear and oil circuit breakers and all of that was uh, pushed to the side. Okay, great stuff. Well, thank you for tuning in and that was our topic today of types of MV switch gear. Stay tuned for our next episode in March. Thank you. Thank you.